Hello, my friends. Welcome to Spiritual Conversation, a place to explore ideas and inspiration to authentically help us connect with our spiritual purpose and live our best lives. I am your host, Jacqueline Clare, and today's episode was, again, part of my live Facebook series, so there are a few interruptions in it, but I think the material is super valuable and relevant. It's called Over Overcoming a culture of backbiting. Oh, good. We're live. There's just no telling these days. Well, hey there. Good afternoon, you guys. I first off want to say I really am getting a lot out of doing these live videos. I really am benefiting from the conversations that stem from them. So please keep up the the calls and the messages and the comments and that sort of thing. I'm a little bit overwhelmed, like literally some of these things are uh, keeping me up at night, uh, but it's awesome. And I wanted to share a little flash of an insight that I had this morning. Hey, Andy. So I've been having the experience lately that when I pray on practical issues, I've been getting spiritual responses, which makes so much sense, right? So what I've been really concerned about is just the culture of divisiveness that we find ourselves in, and mostly that we've made, we've excluded certain thought processes from the conversation. Like, I think if you don't totally agree or know what a conversation is about, like say about bigotry or racism or gender equality or gender roles or things like that, uh, legalities of different kinds, that it's hard to ask questions or offer different points of view because there's like a knee jerk, like, well, then you're part of the problem. And we can't solve anything when we're afraid to speak. And we must create bridges of love and that sort of thing. And I was reading, I was taking some inspiration this morning and I read this quote from the Baha'i writings about backbiting, like gossip, speaking ill of someone who is not present. And it says, backbiting is divisive. It is the leading cause among the friends of a disposition to withdraw. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is like our whole society. It's like we have a backbitten society where it is divisive and causing withdrawal as well as indifference and other bad things and yeah so think about that like the way we speak with our friends and what topics you know we feel okay like going off on and um, media and um uh, what's it called? Reality TV. Like that's, you know, for a decade, it's all gossipy. Um, uh, social media. 
So I just thought, wow, it's like a culture of backbiting. And this is part of the problem. So how do we, how do we speak lovingly and search for solutions? It says, if, however, a person setteth out speaking well of another, opening his lips to praise another, he will, he will touch an answering chord in his hearers and they will be stirred up by the breathings of God. So that's one way to build bridges to hearts. And here's another quote. Mama's going to read to you a bit today. When you meet those whose opinions differ from your own, do not turn away your face from them. All are seeking truth. All are seeking truth, and there are many roads leading thereto. Truth has many aspects, but it remains always and forever one. So truth is not relative, but we are all operating with limited vision and pieces of the pie, and that's why we need each other, and we need to come together. Do not allow difference of opinion or diversity of thought, and I love that phrase, diversity of thought, to separate you from your fellow men. You know, when I started reading this quote, it made me think, like, how many times have I heard, you know, unfriend me now if you don't agree with this, or, you know, no friend of mine, like, you know, stands with or against this cause or this person. It's like, no, 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 no. This is when we must like join hands even more and come together in our differences. Um, or be the cause of dispute, hatred, and strife in your hearts. And isn't that interesting? Strife in your hearts. So even if you wear a smile of tolerance, um, I just love that my hair is sticking straight up while I'm trying to talk about something deep. I'm trying to get it so the painting is covering it up. Um, how strife can be in your own heart. So no matter what facial expression you're wearing, there can be like a knee jerk going on in your own heart of strife. Um, rather, search diligently for the truth and make all men your friends. So how can we just look for the truth together? and seek solutions together. So this idea of strife in one's heart, it makes it very hard to have a dialogue and consultation when you get that like gut clutch where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this person thinks that way or sees this way, like I thought I knew this person and now I realize they're the enemy or whatever it is. And I think when we're operating from that place, we're emotional even if we're not showing it. And it's almost like we think the other person is brainwashed. We're all thinking each other's brainwashed or, you know, or a fill in the blank, bigoted or conspiracy theorists or closed-minded or whatever. And so I was like, well, what do you do about that? Like, how do you have a dialogue when you're a flawed person and you wanna do better and you wanna build bridges but you have these emotional reactions. And I found an answer. And the answer was also in this beautiful Baha'i book. 
And Abdu'l-Baha is saying that humanity is not perfect. There are imperfections in every human being and you will always become unhappy if you look toward the people themselves. But if you look toward God, you will love them and be kind to them for the world of God is the world of perfection and complete mercy. Therefore, do not look at the shortcomings of anybody. See with the sight of forgiveness. The imperfect eye beholds imperfections. And it says God created them, trains and provides for them, endows them with capacity and life, sight and hearing. Therefore, they, as in each member of the human race, are the signs of his grandeur. So the answer I gleaned is that to ask God for help, say, God, help me to see the innocence and beauty in this person. Help me to be open and receptive to learning something, to overlook their shortcomings and therefore overcome mine of judgment and help us to see what you are guiding us towards. So as always, when you hit a wall, ask God for help. That's what I came away with. I have a feeling that I will be tested and challenged in this new insight. So we'll see how it goes. And I hope that um, you got something out of this. So take care, you guys. Bye. Hey, podcast listener, what did you think of today's episode? Did it spark some thoughts or reactions in you? Did it help you see things in a new light? Or do you have something to share with me? I would love to hear from you in any way, voice memos, comments, emails, messages. I really appreciate it. And it really helps us grow together the more we can exchange our experience and perceptions about the world we live in. I invite you to check out the links below to learn more about this topic, about me and my artwork, or if you want to create some of your own artwork, please consider joining my Patreon art classroom. It is a donation-based subscription art class where I am sharing some of my family art secrets, our secret recipes for spiritual growth through abstract expressionist painting. Until next time, I wish you the best for playing your role in making this world a better place.